treasures in heaven or are we trying to store treasures here on this earth where rust and moth can eat it up and thieves come to steal, kill, or to take, to steal? You see, folks, when we understand the true gospel and our love for Christ, we understand that treasure is not something you get here with things. Treasure is what you store in heaven. Treasure is about the gospel. It's about your relationship with the Lord. It's about bringing others to Christ. It's about missions. It's about serving the, the body of Christ. It's about being who God wants you to be in Christ Jesus. It's about being holy for he is holy. The values change. Where Jezebel here is promoting this fornication and this eating of these, these foods sacrificed to idols as, as an act of idolatry, she's promoting these things really for something very temporal. And that temporal thing being that, that, that they would be sustained financially, that they would just fit in, that they wouldn't be condemned, that they wouldn't be persecuted, that everything would be okay. The Bible is clear. If you love Jesus, uh, the world was hostile to Jesus. And you need to expect the world to be hostile to you at times. Uh, we're going through the book of First Thessalonians and Second Thessalonians in Sunday school. Many of you have heard that already, and so you are in the midst of it. The, the, the believers in Thessalonica, they were persecuted for their faith because they turned to the true and living God. They didn't stay in the the synagogue and listen to the Judaizers. They turned and the Judaizers did not like it. They probably did not like the fact they weren't getting that financial support. There was persecution going on. You see, folks, all those who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You better expect it. I know it's been easy for us in a country that really has had Christian principles and and we've had presidents that revere the, the word of God. But folks, uh, it's not so right now in many ways. And folks, I, I want it to get better. I want our country to turn back to the Lord. But if we read through the book of Revelation, we don't see it. That's a sobering reality. Do you understand? Okay. And I, and I, I am not uh, someone that's a, a main prophecy expert expert at all. And God can do great things, and we don't know when the Lord's return is. And I, I feel that it is imminent. It can happen at any time. But the fact is, congregation, beloved ones, that even if this country does not turn back to God, we are to be a light in our community, in our churches, to stay faithful to him. And what a joy that is. He's redeemed us. This world is not our home. You see, it's very clear here, very clear that, that Christ is watching, that Jesus knows all. Um, so the deceiving deeds, the deceiving words, the deceiving outcome. But the Son of God is the discerning one. The Son of God is who we need to please first and foremost. Verse 18 says, These things saith the Son of God. Now, some have said this is a play on uh, the God of the Son, that they had a temple. God the Son says these things. Who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. That's a picture of Jesus who is totally discerning, who is ready and stable and ready to completely discern what's going on and to, if need be, to, to chastise or even judge his church. 
This idea here of the eyes like unto a flame of fire comes from the, and the feet like fine brass comes from chapter 1 with the vision of Christ. You see, his eyes were like a flame of fire. When you look at fire, it's, it's powerful, it's consuming. Okay, praise the Lord for, I probably shouldn't have said that, but praise the Lord for the smoke that comes off fire. Do you know that? Helped us this last weekend in the mountains to keep the bugs away, okay? But um, why does the smoke come up? Because it's consuming. It's eating up. It's drawing out all of that, that energy and things. And so when it's talking about the eyes of Christ being a flame of fire, the idea is that it is discerning. It can see. He can see right through your externals. All those deceiving things, he can see right through and he can get to the heart of the matter. As we see in it, and Bible interprets itself here, verse 23, and we see really the, the judgment that will come. It says in 23, it says, And I will kill her children with death. With death. You see, the priorities were all wrong, the outcome. They thought they were prosperous, but Christ says no. And it goes on, he says, And all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the reins in hearts. I will give unto every one of you according to your works. You see, one day we will stand before Christ and and we will give an account of our life and how we use what God gave us and the motives and the purposes for what we're doing for Christ and God. And the Lord Jesus, he will not condemn us, but he will have a discerning eye and he will understand what's wood, hay, or stubble or the precious stones. Because he has a discerning, discerning eye. It says here that he also has a feet are like fine brass. When I think of this, I think of like a, uh, there's various interpretations here, but when I think of this, I think of the fact that, that I think of a military almost and in the brass that's covering there and there's strength, there's stability, there's, there's um, the idea that it will get done. When we were up in the mountains and fishing and there's all these rocks and you're trying to walk around these rocks, it's easy to fall, especially I feel like I'm getting older um, carry a little bit more weight than I used to. And it's not easy on those rocks sometimes, especially I had to go get something out of the water and my feet were slipping. Oh, that was horrible. Um, should have sent one of the kids in. But um, anyways, but, but this is the idea that Christ will do what he sees. He, it's his feet. He puts step to it. Christ not only discerns it, he, he will come about and he will bring it to pass. Do you see it? You see, God will repay everyone according to his works. The Lord's not tolerant of this moral corruption, of this sin, of this teaching, of this fornication, of this idolatry. He won't tolerate it. There might be, and I'm running out of time, but there might be some here tonight will say, well, what about Paul? Paul said that you could eat meat offered unto idols, right? As I've studied this out, the idea is that that meat often was just what had been used in idolatry, but was which was sold in the market, and there really wasn't a there might have been a connotation to it, but it wasn't being used expressly in idolatry worship. There was so much meat and things that they weren't. He's not telling Christians to go and have a meal together at the at the table of the sun god. He's saying just go buy your food and eat it. Okay. You see, as we have the Lord's Supper together, an act of worship, they were having the Lord's Supper of their own lords and gods. And he's saying, don't have a part in that whatsoever. We need to discern. It's not easy. 
<clears throat> the Lord's not, he's just not tolerant. Ephesus was weak on love. They had love. Ephesus was, was strong in orthodox uh, theology, sound, but they needed to repent. Thyatira needed to repent of their allowing this deception and this sin to creep in. God help us. The Bible is clear, Romans 12, 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Matthew 6, 29 says, No man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Joshua 24, 15 says, says here, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Folks, we need to put that nail in the coffin and say we're ready to serve the Lord. And many of you have done that, but we need to renew ourselves this evening. Let's pray. Father in heaven, um, we're thankful for this letter. And, and Lord, we don't want to hold any punches back. We, we truly want your spirit to... Do a work in our hearts tonight. Um, Lord, it's easy to compromise. It's easy to live for that almighty dollar. It's easy to put our Christian faith on the shelf. It's easy to do what so-called everyone else is doing. And Lord, if we ever want to tolerate sin and, and do something we kind of think is not right, we can always find somebody that will say it's okay. But Lord, I pray that, that you would help us to, to know your word that we would not grieve your spirit, but that we would allow your spirit to convict us tonight and that we would respond in repentance. Lord, as this woman was given a time to repent, she chose not to. Lord, we don't know how much time we have. We don't know all these things, but Lord, it says here that these they were Christians. They were believers, servants of you that were persuaded to do wrong and says that they would they would die would be chastised in that way, a sin unto death. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you'd purify your church, purify me, purify your pastors, leaders, uh, purify your members, or do work. Lord, we're in in an awesome transition for our church. But Lord, we we don't want this to go to our heads. We want to stay humble. We want to be men and women of the word. we want to do these things for your glory, and so, Lord, help. Um, Lord, there may be some here tonight that maybe don't even know Christ as their Savior. This is so foreign to them. Um, but, Lord, I, I pray that you do a work of grace. Lord, I'm so thankful that you saved me at the age of eight after my grandfather passed away and helped me to see my need for you, Lord. We're all sinners. We all deserve that condemnation, that sin, that hell, the lake of fire, which is ultimately Satan's place. Lord, I pray you would do a spiritual work. If there be anyone here that's lost, that you would do a work in their heart, that you'd open the eyes of their understanding, help them to, to know the, the glorious gospel, that they might turn and put their faith in Jesus Christ, that he might be Lord of their lives. Lord, do a work, we pray. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would just keep your heads... Um,